Welcome. This is the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. This is an IV Pod production. You can find us at ivpod.com. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Reddit. We got an email, mail at ivpod.com. And we appreciate your support on Patreon. Let's begin episode 91 of the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast Lockdown Edition. Boom. Hello, Clayton. Hi, John. Here we go. Back again. So the listeners don't know this, but we already, so it's Saturday, what's today? 16th? Mm -hmm. Saturday, May 16th, 2020. We tried to record a show uh, just the other day, I guess Thursday, and due to technical difficulties, the the last time we had to do this was episode one, where we actually had to scrap the whole episode because of tech. I didn't have my mic plugged in right. So right. sorry. Yeah, it's okay. We 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 just talked about it. It was funny because we were both kind of like, wasn't that good anyway? It wasn't meant to be. All <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so it happens. So at, at certain points during this show, there's a possibility that we'll be like, oh, maybe we'll we'll stutter or well, we stutter anyway, but might be some odd silences. I know for me because we're going to be having deja vu because we're talking about the exact same stuff. But whatever. Right. Yeah. Try it anyway. Yeah, we'll make it. it, It's good. We're going to make it even better now, actually. I think so. As we said. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I I, I agree with you. Absolutely. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, hey, this is our second lockdown episode for the COVID-19 coronavirus shelter in place in Illinois. Uh, So this is we hope the last one. I think June for, you know, we I think people are probably don't want to hear too much about coronavirus COVID-19 stuff so we'll do our best to try to talk about other things but you know can't avoid it that's kind of like all there is in the news right now but hopefully hopefully June 1st everything's or not everything but things are going to get slightly back to normal I think everybody's anxious for that to happen although will it ever get totally normal I don't know yeah I I I, 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 there's a lot of assumptions being made in the news that I, I think it's funny because I, I right now, I mean, and, and people take whatever at least good news they can get or whatever. But so talking about how it's going to be when things go back to, you know, when we can go back out and the stay at home stuff starts to get lifted. How is it going to be? What's going to change? And um, no one knows for sure. Right. So you'll, we'll just kind of see what happens, because I think as we get more information about how everything functions, the virus and how this all sort of plays out and then we'll be able to. Then they'll be able to make decisions on how we should um, protect ourselves. So is it, is the face mask thing going to be something that uh, we have all, all the time, um, I, or is it just only in certain times when we know there's outbreaks? Or I don't yeah, know. I'm curious I'm about the that. Masks, the masks yeah. thing is going to be a new, maybe could be a new normal. Who knows? Oh man, I hope not. Yeah, well, you know, at the same time, it's like, you know, I was reading that in Japan, or maybe that was on a podcast, they were saying that in Japan, it's normal. I don't know, maybe You're we right. talked about no, it last it, time. In Japan, they, they wear they wear masks more often, although actually in Japan, if, if you're sick, you wear a mask, and that's just normal if you have to go out. So they're a little better about staying home, or mm-hmm. if you do have to go out, they wear a mask. So yep. maybe it's just a good practice will become a new norm for us. Uh, who knows? That's 
Well, I remember uh, seeing it in Japan because I, I, when I was there, I spent two summers there, right? So 2003, 2004, it was right after the original SARS outbreak. And I remember people from the States going like, oh, you're crazy to go there. You might get SARS. I'm like, I don't. At that point in my life, I was just like probably a lot of young people not, are now like, well, that's Nothing could stop me. <laughs> well, not not of my concern. Like I don't yeah. even know what it is. It's well, whatever it is. It it can't hurt me. I'm from Illinois. I'm yeah. corn fed. It's fine. <laughs> well, that like, you're you're in your in, invincibility ages. Right. When you're at that age, nothing can hurt you. And right. And and that all that being said, I I remember um, seeing people with their masks and thinking like, wow, this is nuts. Like, why is everybody doing that? But it's really a. Um, it's an act of decency because they're they're doing it uh, like you said because if they're under the weather and they still need to go about and do their business they need to wear it to protect those around them not necessarily themselves and that's that's um ki- kind of kind of actually falls in a lot with just that culture right where it's it's a it's a all for one kind of thing not not necessarily a selfish thing where um just a general um more willingness to be um Compliant, I guess, or in yeah, hope. yeah. Well, no, right, well, that's not the right word, but you know what I'm going. Where well, I'm going. it's a, I, yeah, I see what you mean. I, I think that I forget that guy's name. The uh, that one scientist who was on Rogan recently, and they were talking. He started the show wearing a mask. He's been on a few times. Uh, he's like an astronaut. I think he's a physicist or something, but he's got his own podcast. But he's talking about just you know the whole mask thing. It's it's not about you not getting it. That's not what the masks are for. It's about you not spreading it. So right. Um, it's, it's more of like looking out for other people type mentality. Right. So, although I don't know if everybody realizes that, that when you're wearing the mask, you're not really protecting yourself. You're just protecting other people. Right. Oh, the first time I wore, like one of the first times I wore a mask out, I, we were, got some house projects, went to Home Depot today. I don't know if I talked about this already, so I apologize if I already have, but I got bad at, um, you got what? Parking, bad. It's like a sheep. Hey, look at all the sheeple wearing their mask. Uh, and uh, yeah, it didn't feel From very a, good. Some, yeah, wait, like what do you stranger, mean? Somebody, a, a stranger, stranger said looked that? at me and went, bah! What? <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Holy cow. I know. It was like I was so impressed. I was like, <laughs> good for you, man. Stay, I don't know. Hey, I'm just, I thought I had to wear it. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, you're right. I'm just a sheep. Shame Holy on cow. me. That's that's actually God forbid I don't spread it if I got it, but uh, maybe I should just take it off. It's actually slightly awesome that somebody would have the nuts to say that. Well, and, and nuts, I, I, nuts slash stupidity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, right, 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 right. And 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 I oddly enough, like I, I I play this so down the middle, it's insane because I I totally understand it's why it's necessary and need it and i also get why people are throwing such a damn fit about it so i i i am going to wear it because i think it's the right thing to do and it's and i trust the cdc and i trust the recommendation and i believe it to be true and correct that we should be wearing masks i just where i'm at right but um that, and i it was funny cuz the person was probably like 40 feet away so I, I don't i think it was maybe just in general like he got out of his truck like looked across the parking lot saw a couple people with masks on and then just went bah! yeah <laughs> i was like i like caught me off guard and i like looked up i was like did i just get i did whoa this whoa <laughs> all right it was a, oh cool i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Well, I mean, I, I, with you there, I think we should 
just go with the science. I mean, I know the CDC has got some flack um, about how they've handled some things, but I mean, that's their job is to. It would have been helpful if they said this from the beginning. Right, right. But I mean, it's uh, at this point, I'm going to stick with whatever they're telling me to do. I mean, I think you're on safer ground going that route. Yeah, and 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 again, it's not for you. That's the thing too. It's like, and 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 maybe that's rhetoric or whatever. But it, I don't think mask wearing should be politicized. Honestly, I mean, no. And if you think the whole thing's a sham, then I, I don't even know where to start the conversation. You know what I yeah. mean? So, yeah, right. And that's that's and then that that has its own merits as well because it's very confusing trying to sift through the news stuff here. So. Um, that's and maybe it isn't. I don't know. But it, 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 it um, yeah, you, know, you listen to stuff. And what's that? Well, that's, oh, I was just going to say it, that that's why at this point I've tuned out near, almost completely on most all news media coverage. I think I mentioned it on the last episode. I mean, it's starting to feel manipulated and as to how they were covering it and the sensationalization of everything. I just I just tuned out to the media altogether. Right. Um, check in right. once in a while just to see what's going on. But you can miss stories that we were just before the show. We were talking about. You know, when you tune out, you might not know that certain things are going on in the in the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is dark and and may not want to hear this. But because of all the closures and meatpacking plants being closed down right now, they're 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 euthanizing 20,000 pigs a day. Can you believe that? That is yeah. horrendous. <laughs> Right. That's terrible. And that's not, there's chickens and uh, uh, beef uh, too, right? So cows and right. cattle and whatever. But that, it's just the staggering number of, of pigs right now. It's And it's because they just don't have the space. The It takes about 10 months for a pig to become ready for the market. And they've got, you know, a lot of pigs that are, come, you know, young pigs that are ready to go. And so then all these old pigs that would have been sent off uh, to the meatpacking places are not. So they just have to euthanize them. So, I mean, it's not that they weren't going to get killed anyway, obviously, because they go to our right. stores. But it's just that this, I don't know, that that idea, that number, it just sounds sounds bad. Right. Again, well, I, maybe it's the media manipulating me. Oh, they use the word euthanize. It's like, oh, oh. <laughs> it just sounds bad. But it, it is. It is still, no matter how you spin it, it it's pretty bad. Right. We, we have a very efficient... Uh, uh, food supply chain and that it's been it's been uh made that way intentionally in meat packing and then we've got it limited it's down to you know the big companies and it's just, it's part of the it's 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 systemic right so it, it's not um there's know, some really good go some ahead. good planet really good planet monies about that about the whole grocery store system you know in america and how that was set up uh, and how it was just really revolutionary to the world. Well, it, I mean, those who, I mean, I think America really got it right and started all that back in, I want to say it was the 40s when that all got started. This, the whole meatpacking and supermarket system and how we have our food delivery system in place. And it was new to everywhere. And that's what we're used to now. But we don't even think about it, that that was new back in like the 30s and 40s. Right. It was when the refrigerated uh, boxcar became uh, popular. That, sure. You know, when, you, when you could ship meat across the ice box on wheels, right? So, right, right. Um, <clears throat> that's when that's when meat packing became. And then it just, the places got bigger and bigger, and they're packing these, the the people that work in these facilities are, are uh, right on top of one another, and they're oftentimes making somewhere around minimum wage. Um 
usually um, whatever illegal or, or you know I don't know how to put it whatever but it's it's, <laughs> it's it is what it is I, I, I well because I don't know enough about it where I'm like well I don't want I don't want to misspeak because I I, don't, I just know that we all are if you eat meat in this country you're you're part of this. I mean, and there's, it's not good or bad. It just is. Right. Right. Um, but right. like we talked about, I mean, I think a good thing to do, uh, maybe a good takeaway from this is probably to try to get your food closer to where you are. And I think that movement has been becoming more popular over the last few years, whether it's your vegetables and your, 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 uh, fruits and things like that, trying to get them the closer you, they originated, the better. And I think right. the same goes for meat. And there, there's options in the Illinois Valley. We're lucky because we have a lot of places that you can get um, uh, animals. You can get your meat from, you know, Wyanette. They deliver to Peru, you know, things like that, that you yeah, maybe right. pay a little more. But and and they're probably the, the animals are probably coming from a lot of these same farms. It's just the, their volumes are, are lower. So you pay a little more. Right. But it's I interesting. Know. And I'm supposed to be going in on a on a quarter cow soon, which with someone. So I'm pretty excited about that too for oh, the first time. Fill up the freezer, nice. Yeah, yeah. And that so that hopefully I'll in the next couple of weeks I'll um, be getting getting hold of that. And I'm I'm still not sure what it's going to cost, but I've heard good things. And it's a local animal and all that, so that's kind of neat. Um, Sweet. Yeah. Well, but Clayton, I, we're lucky we can do that, you know. Not oh, everybody. Sure. Not everybody has a deep freezer, and not everybody can afford to buy. Four hundred dollars worth of beef at once, you know. Right. Yeah. Well, Clayton, I'm gonna take this second here just to run through our normal stuff. We mentioned it at the top of the show. We are now on Patreon. We are trying out the user or listener user listener supported show. So if you like the show and like to help us out, you can go on Patreon.com and just type in Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast, and you'll find us. We We've got, it's like a buck a month, and it's just, you enter your info, and you don't even think about it. I'm also going to see if I can get on Venmo, because I, I think that's pretty popular. But uh, Patreon has been become kind of a standard for podcasts. So if you if you want to help us out, we appreciate you know It's a buck a month, or you can even do like a one-time contribution. But we're trying this out, see how it works. Um, also, let's see. Oh, yeah, we're, we've expanded our reach a little bit. So we've been on Spotify. That was a, a new thing for us uh, this year. Uh, we've always been on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We are on Google Play, although Google Play is changing. I think they're they're changing over to Google Podcasts soon, but and because also their music services changing over to YouTube Music. Uh, so, but we are on there as well. But we just added iHeartRadio to the list, so that's something new. I'm working on one more. I'm not going to say what just yet because I don't know if they'll accept us, but it's something I had heard. So um, we're trying to put our show everywhere. Oh, oh. also, um, I think if I get my shit together, uh, this will be our first episode on YouTube. So I'm oh. going to try to – it's something I wish we would have done from the beginning just because of how huge YouTube is. But I'm going to try to put this show – I got kind of a video template set up, so I'm going to – add the audio to that template and put it on YouTube. And, and then cool. I'm going to kind of work backward, I think, and, and try to add it. If it'll let me, I'm hoping it'll let me uh, organize the, the order of them the way I want so I can work backward and have it all not be out of order. But we'll see how that goes. Anyway. It, so do we have a channel? We do have a channel. We've had a channel for a well, while. That's what we I thought, ne- yeah. We just have never used it. Uh, so, uh, and then, oh, one more thing. Uh, if you ask Alexa to play the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast, she'll play it. 
which I was shocked by. It was last week when I was just sitting there fumbling on my phone and I was playing some music on the Alexa device and I just thought, oh, I'm going to ask her if she'd play our show. And sure enough, she did. I was shocked. For whatever reason, Google does not. The OK Google things. I asked OK Google because we happen to have both in our house because we got them as gifts. Uh, I asked OK Google and they did not. It, it got confused. So, oh, well. They need to get it together. I guess so. You'd think that they would be the, the ones who would have it figured out. But uh, no. So thank you, Amazon, for playing our show. What's our What's our YouTube channel's name? Uh, I think it's just Illinois. Uh, shoot. I don't know. <laughs> That's probably a good question. Um, I'll have to look that up. Once it's set up, I'll I'll pump out some info. It's either Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast or it's Ivy Podcast. It's probably one or the other, or Ivy Pod, one of those three things. But uh, also, uh, you know, with all this coronavirus stuff, where we are trying to maintain a bit of a schedule, and if things work out, Clayton, we are going to hit episode 100 at the exact same time of our 10-year anniversary. So we've got a goal to shoot for now. We've got to keep recording. Yeah, That'll be I, fun. That's that's October. October would be our 10-year anniversary. It'll be We should hit 100. So I don't know what we're going to do. Maybe nothing. Although we talked Because we talked about going to Riverfront and doing a show there, but who knows? We might not be able to. Yeah, or we could do it in an empty bar. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we could do I'd it prob- there. There's no, one, no one's allowed to come in. I'd probably be more comfortable with that anyway. Mm. That's fair. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I'm sipping on my coffee. Sorry. This yeah, is this too. is our first I think this is our first episode first ever coffee talk episode. We're actually recording this in the on a Saturday morning. Just like Mike Myers back in the SNL skit. Let's <laughs> yeah. have coffee talk. Coffee. Yeah. <laughs> coffee talk. Coffee talk. <laughs> right. Well, what do you want to talk about, Clayton? We were talking about all the meat stuff. That 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 gets it's almost depressing. And I almost feel like we should try to find other things to talk about. Something um, that's fun. Sure. Okay, something, I, something, uh, so, something that popped up recently on Facebook that I think is kind of fun and lighthearted. If you're looking for something new on Facebook, it's getting kind of stale. Do a search for outdoor cooking around the Illinois Valley. This page popped up, I want to say, about a week or two ago, and it's like already got a crazy number of people following it. It's fun. It's, it's just if you like to grill. It's just people posting, local people in the area posting pictures of their grilling and outdoor cooking activities. And so it's always mm-hmm. nice to get to see what people are doing and, and get ideas because I know I kind of got my staples. I do like the chicken and brats and steaks, and um, but I'm always looking for some new ideas. So it's kind mm-hmm. of a, it's a fun, fun way to see what other people around the area are cooking. Do you do you. Um... Do you use charcoal and gas? I mean, from time to time, or do you st- stick mainly with it just a gas girl? Yeah, I'm all gas now. I, uh, yeah, I did, I did used to do the charcoal, but uh, and I, I kind of lately I've been kind of wanting to switch back, but just with the timing, uh, it's more of a speed thing, you know. Just yeah, I, I, I didn't get out. A, I have a Weber kettle grill, like, and I, I when we first moved, I used it a fair amount um, last year because we didn't have the gas grill um, going yet. Uh, and then <clears throat> one of our listeners helped me, uh, Bose's jigs and tackle came over here and helped me hook, hook up a natural gas line. So I got a Weber gas grill, but I got it hooked up to, to natural gas instead of doing propane. Okay. 
Wow. Awesome. It's, yeah. uh, uh, as my dad consistently reminds me, it doesn't have the same BTUs, which I'm pretty sure they've worked out, but he, he's like, well, that natural <laughs> gas doesn't burn as hot. It's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it'll still cook meat though. I think the people at Weber got this figured out, but Hey, I, you're right. <laughs> well, it does. It does a good job, but I, I, you'll a charcoal grill will always give you a better outcome. In my opinion, you get the chimney going a little bit of newspaper and, um, then there's different things you can do with those as well that, that I think are, uh, just lead to better, better product or better finishing, you know, better. Grilling, I feel like, I, I feel like everything tastes slightly better. I mean, it's not like a giant thing, you know, some people would claim, oh, it's the best on the charcoal. And I, I'm not going to disagree. It, I do think it is better. Uh, most things cooked on charcoal versus gas, but I wouldn't say it's like enough. I don't know. It's well, it's in, I mean, it just takes a little longer is all. And if you're, I mean, you can get a, you can get a chimney, a charcoal going in 30 minutes and probably right. less than that, 20 minutes. And you can, you can get her done, but especially on a hot grill, but depending on what you're cooking, uh, and then there, there's all, you could go so deep on this, like, well, do you use chunk charcoal or are you using like, you know, uh, the briquettes? Cause those briquettes are full of blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh, oh golly. Okay. Well, I thought Kingsford sort of had something figured out with there, but okay, I guess you, know, you can really get into <laughs> it. Um, but I, I that's kind of, I, I love getting into cooking stuff and, and smoking and all that. And I haven't really ever, um, I, I just do straight up grilling kind of like you, John. I, I, but I, I, I've always kind of had in the back of my head, oh, I'd like to try this or try that. And I never really have. Well, so. for me, I just, I don't want to have also, I don't want to have any more things in my back, you know, my cook in my right. backyard where I have my grill. Cause, uh, just cause I have, I have a, a grill and then I have like this two burner propane set up uh flat top yeah not the it's not the the flat top with the like the griddle it's just the two burners that you can you could put like a uh a a griddle type thing across the two burners and do that Uh, but it's i've got it for for camping camping and but it's i leave it set up uh, now all the time because i use it for frying because i don't like to fry out or inside oh yeah so so i use that so but anyway i got two things already and i don't want to have any more yeah. My wife well, wants me to start smoking stuff. I was like, yeah, and then I got to have another thing back there. I, th- I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if she's on board, then you know, I should. That's odd. That's odd. She wants. To, yeah. she wants me to do that. But uh, right, less stuff, not more. Right. That's kind of been our mantra too. It's like not. Let's not. Let's not fill our house up with stuff. Let's less not. stuff. Did you did you hear the? Uh, you probably listened to Rogan. Elon Musk. He's selling all of his possessions. Oh, I saw that. I, I yeah. I, I I didn't get very far on that one. I um, I like him, and I've tried to listen to. I haven't got through it all, but yeah, it's because he's he's a kind of a weird dude. So it's mm-hmm. but it's fun. I when he starts talking about that Neuralink stuff, I just start to like my mind starts to wander. Like wow, this is crazy stuff he's working on. Somebody's actually working on this stuff Neuralink, by the way is a just a, it's a uh, it's a chip it's basically putting turning yourself into an android they're trying to put a chip inside your brain that can uh, uh i guess electro electrically interact with your brain to stimulate it and make it do things it couldn't do before which it and that sounds like oh that sounds crazy but what their goal is to start with is to people who have uh who have uh, problems like uh, you know maybe they have uh, uh, I think I can't remember they have like some deficiency or some brain injury and they're gonna use elect- 
electricity and these chips to stimulate the brain and actually make it do act like a normal brain. So their intentions initially are to, to help people who have um, brain injuries, but eventually it'll become something that people will use to enhance themselves. So it's just crazy. This is like, it's all sci- as a sci-fi geek, I just can't believe somebody's actually doing this. Right. Well, I mean, when we were kids, uh, we should have hoverboards and flying cars by now. So oh, God. We're way behind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I was so convinced. There was a show. So, you know, there was a show. So re- Netflix right now has got all the Back to the Futures, which are phenomenal. Uh, they still hold up after all these years. Uh, I've been watching those. I just love them. And back when Back to the Future 2 came out, I remember... Back to the Future 1 had come out, and they were playing Back to the Future 1 on TV. And in at all the commercial breaks, they had this guy who was talking about the Part 2. They were all, It was all a big promo for Part 2 coming to theaters. And in between, like, they showed scenes. They showed the hoverboard scenes. And then the guy's like, and I'm, I'm like, I don't know how young I was at the time, but I was an impressionable, probably 10-year-old or something, I don't know. And he's saying, oh, the technology exists for hoverboards, but... Scientists don't want to make it happen yet because their you know parents aren't on board. Or it was some 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 thing about the actual technology existed to do it, but you know they just think it's too dangerous to do yet. So my main my mind was exploding like, wow, that's this is going to be real someday. And here we are, we're you know we're almost forty and it's still not here. Well, well yeah, and I think that, wait, like that, the technology, you wouldn't you have to have it on like um, it's magnet, right? Some sort of maglev kind of thing. Well, that would be one way to do it. Yeah. Well, that asshole on TV back then lied to me, and I want to sure? find track and you're, him down. Right. In your imagination, you had an easy enough time thinking of things. The last thing you needed is someone putting that in your head, like it was an actual real possibility in the short term. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> At that point I in your life, it's that, like the, the <laughs> maglev thing would work if we had the infrastructure to support it. But I think. Uh, the day will come when we will learn how to manipulate gravity, and when that's when that'll happen. Okay. Because we don't. Well, gravity is something that we the not we no I'm not a, not a, I don't study this stuff, but I've listened to enough things to have a, a a somewhat of a feeling that they don't have a full understanding of gravity. I mean, they understand how it works based on mass and physics, but uh, there's a lot of things about gravity they they just don't get. And if we can ever figure out how to manipulate gravity, that will be the day that those types of things become real. So, but <laughs> yeah, you heard I it hope. here, or yeah. maybe I'm maybe now I'm that guy and I'm lying right. to everybody. So man, I'm just right. totally a uh, full. Bring your there. bring your oldest boy in and tell him, son. You know, within a few years you're going to have a hoverboard and he'll be just like you were. <laughs> And then it, you know, you know he'll be doing say? his podcast in 25 years, and he'll be like, "Damn, my dad lied to me." <laughs> <laughs> or he'll say, "Wait a second, Dad, I already have a hverboard." Oh, right, because oh, right. they got the ones on wheels now. Right, the God, one you that, almost broke your wrist on. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's finally starting to feel better. I mean, it's not feel better. I feel like I finally it is healed now. It's taken that long, so that sucks. Yeah, that's I was true, mad man. when they yeah. when they started calling those things hoverboard. I'm like, they can't. That's not right. Those aren't hoverboards. Right. It's a skateboard without wheels that yeah. levitates. <laughs> Don't they know? Yeah, come on. <laughs> right, has trouble over water. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because that makes I'm sense. Surprised those yeah. movies hold up. I mean, a lot of times movies that deal with time travel. Uh, they don't hold up so well, but that one 
even though like they go into the year 2015 or whether in the part two, you know, it and they get they get plenty of things wrong. But they they I mean, with the flying cars stuff, but they're not completely off on a lot of things. Well, the Cubs won the World Series. I mean, they, they got that part. They uh, did. They didn't get the year, but they almost did. They were only yeah. like two years off or three years off. Was that right. two? No, two. Wait, what and year they did they win? 2016. Oh yeah, they're a year off. That's that's yeah. pretty. That's awesome. And then and then the uh, they were playing Miami. Yeah, that's right. Who is actually a real team now? At the time, it seemed odd, but yeah, right, right. Either way, yeah, I, I'm with you though. I we'll see. I mean, I, I'm curious to see what the next wave of. Um, you you talk about neural link, but I, it's all in the data information era. Like what what auto, everything's just becoming further automated, right? So we were talking about meatpacking earlier, and that's that's the next wave in meatpacking will be just being able to automate uh, that whole process, uh, and, and further loss of jobs and all that stuff. But that's um, outside of that, I, I can't even imagine what else is on the horizon for. Um, that kind of stuff. I mean, I, maybe they'll come up with the uh, 3D. Uh, you you used to talk about it quite a bit. 3D um, printed food? Not the, well. Yeah, maybe that. But the uh, hologram <laughs> type stuff too, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, there's it exists. It, it that does exist, and and um, but you have to have. It just has never taken off the way I wished it would. But it, well, and then also the. Uh, when you put on the goggles and you do the a um vr thing's fun i just actually i put the it's funny you say that i just last night i put on the p playstation vr goggles and went on youtube they got a bunch of virtual reality videos on youtube man there's some i got sick again (laughs) watching a friggin' video i was it was a roller coaster video i don't know i knew i should have known i should have (laughs) known Did you have to lay down again? I didn't have to lay down. I took them all. I mean, I felt it coming on. I'm like, I, I nope, this isn't happening. Nope. Uh, uh, do you have any Bud Lights in you? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't think that would have helped either. Or, or <laughs> either way, you're probably going to get it. I, I, I had, I felt that the, the one of the only times that I've done it, and it was like, oh man. Um, I'd, I'd like to think that I wouldn't be susceptible to it, like as like a tough guy thing, right? Because you have zero control over whether or not you get motion sickness, you know, either weird. you or you it's, don't. It's just an amazing thing how just sitting there staring at this thing can do that to you. And and I was really excited. They were supposed to come out with an Iron Man game for the PlayStation VR, and, and it keeps getting pushed back. And I, I've got to think that it's because they can't get it without making you sick because you're going to be flying all over the place. You're going to... It just seems like any game in the VR where you're moving, it, it's it's tr- it's tricky. What now, you, if you're what, just what's that? If you if you if you're just standing still doing things in 3D space, those games are insane. Like the Beat Saber, where you're just standing in one place swinging at stuff, uh, that's fun. There's you know, or there's another one where it's like a firing range. You just sit down and you start shooting. Just that's awesome too. You're just looking around all over. But any game where you start moving. Ugh, it's tough. I, it just comes on. It, I don't know. I think I don't know how they get it right. What percentage of people you think would get motion sickness from that? I, I'm curious. I've because seen, I mean, how, what what is it genetically? Like, what is it that makes some people get it and other people don't? It's kind of like the virus, right? I don't know. Some people get real sick and other people don't. Like who gets? Because when we like even going out on like a, a boat, if you're not used to being out on at sea or something, and you get the swells and the there's just oh, the yeah, regular. That's true. 
waves. Yeah, not everybody. Yeah, like that time we went on that charter, it seemed like how many of how, how many of there was like probably half of us got sick. I would say. Yeah, I started to feel it towards the end. Um, started to get a little, especially when I went down under to use the the restroom, use the facilities or whatever. I remember thinking like, "Oh no, I'm actually because you half the people threw up." Yeah, uh, I I did. You did. It was the first time I saw our friend Brian. I was the first time I've literally saw someone actually turn green. Yeah. I've never seen that before. He also, at that point in our lives, too, it was probably one of the few times where, where he, he actually turned down a drink, too, where he was like, yeah, you know what? I, I can't, guys. I was like, yeah. what's wrong with you? And then he turned green. And we're like, oh, OK, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Brian. Yeah, that was funny, though, man. Like, just. Oh, you there? Clayton. Clayton, you disappeared. Somehow I had like sea legs in my family history or something like that. Oh, you're oh. back. Can you hear me, Clayton? Yeah, I am. Wouldn't oh, he dropped out for a second. That was weird. Uh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Either way. Did we lose the recording? Yeah, something's going on. Maybe let's uh, let's stop and start over again. Okay. Okay, we'll be right back. Okay, we're back. We'll try this again. Sorry about that. Cool. Uh, I'm sorry I blipped out. I was saying, uh, I wonder, I was kind of hoping that I had some sort of sea legs in my family history where I could withstand any of these. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. The motion of the ocean, if you will. Uh, Genetically (laughs) predisposed to be a sailor. Yeah, like, yeah, I I don't want to be a sailor, but if I had to be, I'd like to know that I wouldn't get sick right away. I think after a while you get used to it, too. I, I believe that's my understanding. I, I would think so. Oh, but I've never like did you get did you ever have that to be been on a cruise before? No, I have not. Yeah, me neither. I don't think now would be. I think cruise ships might be sort of a thing of the past, too. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, that's one thing that. Yeah, they're going to struggle to survive after this. Right. Like many things, like many things. And. Uh, so we hope, yeah, that's my biggest concern with this, taking it back to like the Illinois Valley. I mean, I just hope that the COVID-19 stuff that we're going to, our local businesses get the support they need from the state of Illinois and the United States to, to get through this. Cause just the longer we go without places generating revenue, it's just hard for everybody to survive. I mean, there's bills people got to pay and God, I hope people can get through this and get well, yeah, back to normal. Right. It's, and the, I mean, we were already holding up more i mean people were already were were cocooning right everything they all their recreation and stuff was taking place in the home already this is just gonna exacerbate it make it worse i don't it doesn't need to be good or bad it just is right so i just uh, i don't maybe it's my i got this gut feeling though that this is not like the uh the the problem you know the economy what oh my god i'm having a mind blank when we had the the crash the market crash the recession of 10 what 10 years ago yeah, 2008. Um, so I just, I got this gut feeling that it's not going to be the same. I feel like everybody's anxious to get going and everybody's anxious to get moving. I feel like businesses will pop back once we're allowed to do so. Right. You'll, you'll be, there'll be a lot of casualties, I think, but those were probably businesses that were already not doing well. And maybe sure. that's an oversimplification, but I, 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 it just from a, I, I hope that to be true. It's like, well, if they, they just weren't, 
they weren't going to survive anyway, like J.C. Penney. You know, it's like, well, that's an old business model that that was on the verge of and this is just X, X, uh, X, making it speeding it up. Right. 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 Uh, so it, it, that's OK. I mean, it's sort of the natural cycle. I, I, I actually hope you will see innovation come from this, too, where you'll uh, and I've heard this on different things, too, where it's just there's going to people are going to take take a step back and reevaluate. Um, how to do business and do certain things. I think this will probably force our country, hopefully, um, to bring some manufacturing back and take a take a look at supply chains and understand that maybe short term profitability isn't the um, be all end all uh, for some of some some things. Right. So being I hope able so to too. have Absolutely. redundancy in supply chains and and understand that. Uh, and President Trump has talked a lot about this stuff, and I think a lot of people on the left are dismissive of everything he says, but there's some truth to a lot of it where you need to be able to produce things in country or or at least have multiple uh, sources for some things. And, and if it's critical, uh, you get you get in trouble. And if every if all your PPE comes from one part of China, that could be problematic, right? Absolutely. And, so, and I, not to get all political, but and, and maybe this isn't political, but. Doesn't it? Doesn't it the whole China thing? Just this whole this whole coronavirus has really brought to light to me a lot of weird, shady shit going on in China. I mean, the the, the way they covered it up in the beginning, and then just what they've reported as the number of deaths is so laughable. It, right. It's like it. It. They're like the one of the biggest. If they're the what the the biggest or no. A populous they're not the the most populous are they are yeah they i believe they are i think they're so they're the most they're first. the most pop, the most populous country in the entire world and they have the the least amount of deaths due to coronavirus ah come something's right. really not right there right well and 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 that it yeah exactly and then then the hard thing is we talked about earlier it's hard figuring out what's actually real and what's not what's true and and what's disinformation or misinformation all that stuff and it starts to get cloudy and murky and then we're just sad sacks sitting here in central illinois just going like man where am i going to get mistakes from that's right (laughs) hey well i'll tell you what one business that's not going to go under is the local uh Cannabis dispensary. They ah, right on. Yeah, April, where are you going to get your weed, man? Yeah, yeah, April. April. They had their. I think their biggest month. Uh, well, the state of Illinois uh, had the biggest month yet. I think it was surpassed the previous two months combined. Thirty-seven point two million in the month of April. So uh, that's going to help generate a lot of needed funds in the state of Illinois. To it's help good to know that every. Everybody's staying home too. <laughs> there no one's. And it was so funny because I think when we were doing episodes earlier this year, I was like, the the people, the guy in LaSalle that was throwing a shit fit about uh, parking issues that would, you know, if they put a dispensary yeah. downtown and the druggies going there and oh yeah, conflating right. it to be like way worse than now. Come on, man. Uh, but I, I was saying like, well, the the lines aren't going to be like a permanent thing as more of these places open up. You're going to see kind of more like a normal business would be and people will come and go like they would at any other uh, establishment to buy something. And the dispensary in Ottawa's had lines at it just like day one for <laughs> for the entire time it's been open. Nice. So maybe well, as they do open more of storefronts, you'll you, the obviously that the, the you won't have to be waiting in line or whatever, but I was just so funny because I drive by it every day. It's like almost every afternoon, it, whether nice. rain or shine, too. I mean, if it's raining, usually there's not. But like on nice days, especially like in certain times of the month, I think 
It's like, yeah, man, that place just gets packed up. And well, I wonder what will happen with all the other places that were potentially going to open up. Because I know when we first talked about it, they were saying that come July, they were going to start opening up additional places. So I wonder if all this, if the... the it delayed the, it. I, I think I saw something. It. News. Yeah, I saw something about that. And, and just, it's the, the yeah, and whatever. I, it's, it's interesting. And it's going to be a big business. And I think it, it is, I don't really, I, I, and it's, any of the negative stuff that that came that people were saying was going to happen or should happen or could happen, um, I, I think it was it was like a big fat nothing, you know. Right. Oh, we're going to have problems with this and that, and like the reality is, it's like we were said before. It's like the same people that were using pre-prohibition or post are the same people that are using it at once it was legalized. It's it's right. the right. the usage hasn't really escalated to a, a, a. I'm sure it went up some, but it's it's not out of control or anything. And like we, we talked about with attorney Doug, you remember, well, I think most police officers would agree. They'd rather deal with someone who's a, a little stoned than drunk. So right. it's actually probably well, healthier for, for people. in in if, if you're going to compare alcohol and, and cannabis, right. So. Well, and it's going to generate some much needed money mm. for the state because right now we don't have gaming parlors, which I think we're, we're giving us a lot of money for the state. So that's all gone right now. And, you know, everybody's got their opinion on those, which you know, I'm not a big fan of them either. Although we do, I do go with my wife from time to time, and I drink cheap beer when I go with her, so I can't argue. I, that's kind of fun, but I don't <laughs> like I don't like to play them myself. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it stimulates parts of your brain, and it's very unsatisfying, right? Like, <laughs> wait a minute, why? It just made it's like a money disappearing machine. It, exactly. It well, that's how it is for me because I never ever win on those machines, so I just right. stop playing. It's not programmed to let you win, man. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, do you want to be taxed more? Put your money in this machine. Well, don't worry. We'll give you lots of sounds and, and colors and flashing lights. It's going to be cool. But <laughs> this is the pay more in taxes machine. <laughs> that's what right. it is. And occasionally, occasionally you'll get a handout. <laughs> but well, yeah, I hate. I, I don't like them. No. I know you don't. I know you don't. But they're a good thing. Like, to have them along the highway and for the state of Illinois, we'll take any income we can get. And I, I would look for huge cuts across government bodies. I mean, they're, they're just going to be um, all, I'm sure, huge cuts. So it's the funny thing, too, is like in Peru, it's like it's not stopping construction. No. I saw that there was a line of cars from the high V uh, stoplight there on 251. It was uh, the traffic was stopped going north on 251. Uh, this would have been Friday afternoon. Uh, traffic was stopped from that light on High V all the way to like halfway to the bridge uh, on 251. So past Shooting Park Road, you know, south of Shooting Park Road, and then I'd say about halfway between where Shooting Park Road is and the bridge was stopped traffic. Yikes. So it was like probably what a mile of of uh, of, of tra- a mile long backup just from the construction because well, North Peoria the, is close too. Yeah, and like the which bridge they working on is that the Utica Bridge or one of the, that everything's oh, yeah. going everything's going ahead of schedule because of the uh, mild winter we had so it's That's been a good. good year for construction so good i'm glad somebody's doing well around you know some business uh, it's just funny to me <laughs> like well it's good good that that stuff's moving forward there's yeah. construction on uh the overpass on route 23 and 80 in ottawa and there's construction on the little bridge in LaSalle on 80 um you know by good. just past 350 or yeah just past the 351 exit but there you go there's a traffic report from ivy pod there you go well before we've got a few other just local 
um, bullet points. We really don't have any major stories to talk about. But before we did talk about those, would like to do a shout out to local independent podcasts and radio personalities, Hard Rock Radio Network. They're streaming awesome music, also retro arcade streaming music. I've uh, got to send a thank you to Z-Man for uh, giving us some chatter on Twitter. Uh, we don't get a lot of interaction on Twitter, so appreciate that. Z-Man, My Worst Holiday Podcast, Spark of Hope Podcast, The Drunken Cousins Podcast. I do have to give a quick update because uh, I had said something to The Drunken Cousins about uh, the the discover discovering new music on Spotify. Uh, and on the last show, I corrected myself and said that you could not do it on the app. But I found out you can do it on the app. You can find new music. You go to the on the bottom of the, the app, you go to search. And then when you're on search, you scroll down uh, to there's like these colored boxes. And you scroll down to discover. And that's where you can find the where they'll make recommendations of all the new music that came out. And based on your listening preferences, they'll they'll give you some suggestions on new music based on your preferences. So that's a nice way to kind of get discover because I know we all fall into our we listen to the same music more or less over and over and over again. So, But if you want to look for some new ways to listen to music and you happen to be on Spotify, that's the way to do it. Uh, Audio Out Sessions. Uh, Jeff uh, down at Audio Out, he's on YouTube and he just got a new 3D printer. So I think that's awesome. I'm kind of jealous because he's kind of doing what I wanted to do. He's, he's, he's printing out stuff and selling it. And I think he's doing videos and it's awesome. So uh, check out Audio Out on YouTube. The... Uh, LP Lunch Club podcast, Loosed Thursday podcast, the Three the Hard Way podcast, Guys on the Radio podcast, and Edge of Your Seat podcast. So uh, thanks, everybody. Yeah, speaking of the 3D printer from Jeff, like uh, he has, he's been printing a piece of a connector between earpieces. So when you, if you have a mask that goes around your ears, which is annoying, he has printed up these uh, flexible a band basically that will connect those two pieces behind your head Neat. so you don't have to put them over your ears and that that has helped uh the, my comfort of mask wearing quite a bit so i appreciate that jeff yeah cool all right well clayton there's a there's a couple stories here that popped out i'm gonna shuffle through my papers to try to to find them because oh, okay uh one of them this is a this is a good thing the pawpaw village president competed on jeopardy that's awesome. I saw that. See here. Michael Torman. He is a fan of Jeopardy for a long time, been trying to get on the show and do the online tests for a long time. And he finally got on, and, and I guess he got on the show and competed in February. I'm not sure if it aired yet. Oh, it was, uh, I think it aired Wednesday. Oh, okay. They said, yeah. I wonder how he did. Based on the he, comment in the in the article, I don't think he won. But, hey, that's awesome just to get on the show. That's, that's incredibly difficult mm-hmm. to get on that. So, awesome. So, that's a nice little blurb. Uh, let's see. IVCC computers got hacked. That sucks. Dealing with yeah, that. Yeah, I guess, I guess like, for trying to sign up for summer online classes and stuff is is still been pretty difficult. Oh, uh, really? conversation I had recently. Yep. <clears throat> so, they're, they're still trying to recover from that. Uh, which is, that's the second big um, hack. That's probably ransomware, right? Um, I would assume, yeah. LaSalle County, you know, they got their... The, the mm-hmm. they got theirs and they're still dealing with that. I mean, it's a terrible thing, and it's because it, it's like you can't do anything. I mean, other than you got to pump a bunch of money in it to fix it, and then once it's done, it's done. It's but it's not like you can go after anybody because the people who are doing it are typically in China or Russia. So it's like once Ukraine, to, <laughs> Ukraine, yeah. I mean, yeah. but it just sucks because it's like there's no 
uh, retaliation you can do. You just have to pay the money and, and get through it. It's horrible well, for business. Most of the time you don't pay. Um, you just suffer the consequence because even if you pay, you don't get anything back. Oh, okay. I understand. Yeah, I, I mean, my work got it like three years ago, three or four years ago, and it was it was the craziest thing. I, it was just so bizarre. I think we talked about this on the Lost episode, so I can tell the story again, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. so we all of a sudden everybody's like a, a box came up on everybody's computer. And I work like kind of in a long hallway, right? And it was like a storm blew through because everybody just sort of worked their way out of their office. Like, and like almost like you would if a storm went through and people come out on their porch and were like, what was that? Or what's going? Holy cow, did you hear that? And everybody kind of comes out and they're like, did you? Well, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on. My computer just stopped working. And, and it, it was uh, a lot of people got it. I was able to sort of figure out what was going on right away and shut my machine down. So I was one oh, of the lucky. To, I was one of the first people to actually get mine back once once IT came through. Within 24 hours, I was already back working again. Well, lucky me. Um, but people, yeah, it was it was crazy because it was like like I said, it was a storm. Like you look down the hall, and then all of a sudden, everybody just sort of makes their way out, and they're all going like, "Oh no, <laughs> like, what was that?" And it was like, "That was it for the day." Basically, we they shut it down, and it was across. I mean, the company before we went through a merger. Uh, a couple of years ago, but it was pre that. So we were um, global, right? So we had, there was people all over the world, literally that, and it took down the entire network. Holy cow. It was crazy. So, and it was, it was, it originated in Europe and it, it was, I believe it, or the original it was a Petya attack. Um, it wasn't just our company. It was across, um, it was a ton of places that got, got it real bad. So well, my, Pretty awesome. It's, Pretty it's, crazy. I mean, you can't be vigilant enough these days because they're getting so smart about how they use information to manipulate you in an email to make you think that it's coming from a legitimate source. Uh, all I can say is, at, at the very least, never, ever, unless you're just at 100% sure. If you're, if you're 100% sure, okay, because I know people still do it and you have to communicate links. But if there's a link in an email, just don't. Click it because that's what it all comes down to. Typically, is that they're just trying to click you, get you to click something, and then boom, you're done. They got right. you. Uh, yeah. So uh, whatever you do, and and this goes out to people and businesses too. I mean, do what you can to not send links out. I know if you're doing inter inter office communication, you know, people send links to each other all the time, and you feel pretty safe. But you know, even even that is is a little dicey if you're not 100% sure. So uh, just just links and email. That's that's be super super cautious to click any link in an email, and and if 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 at all like I know when I get an email from like say my credit card that is saying oh you you need to check something then I'll go to my credit card app or I'll I'll go on the website and then I'll I'll go search it out through that I will not click the link. Yeah, we have all all kinds of training now where um, just different ways to spot uh, phishing attacks and smishing and all these different. Uh, types of attacks and and it's they're pretty they could be they're getting better i think you've talked about that too so like yeah it, it's it sucks so right. <laughs> just is what it is Another it's a new era thing. man well yeah get, getting into technology like we were talking about earlier this this kind of uh, comes along with that right you get pet you get uh, ransomware attacks and hoverboards so how does that affect like if how does what if people if the Neuralink thing actually happens and people have these chips in your brain what happens when people hack that Oh, oh right! I never thought of that. Eek! The next phase of hacking, where they take control of you. Wasn't isn't there a company in Wisconsin where like the employees could volunteer to be part of a like to get chipped? I think it was more that was more RFID though, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. 
Wisconsin's a crazy place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. We yeah we talked about that too because they just. Uh, re- <laughs> no, the, yeah, Wisconsin has opened up everything. No masks. No no restrictions. No nothing. Well, I think they still local governments can still um, exercise some control, right? So, I believe. I don't know, but uh, yeah, it, the, the whole country is going to be watching Wisconsin right now. And that's for sure. They put the spotlight on themselves because everybody's going to watch to see what happens. So it'll be it'll be kind of an interesting experiment to be be honest with you. I'm kind of I'm anxious to see. And I'm not anxious to see like bad things happen, but I am curious to see what's going to happen. But, uh, yeah, I, I I I Bill Burr uh, on his podcast uh, on Thursday talked about it. it was pre, it was pretty good. He's been uh, his shows have been funny because he doesn't ha- he's not traveling. He doesn't have anything really to talk about much to promote necessarily. He does, but he doesn't right. And his his Thursday podcast from this week, I guess, would have been the 14th was hilarious because he's just a lot of cheese curd talk, a lot about the fatties <laughs> in Wisconsin. And, and and he's also at the same time saying, like, you know, kind of happy that they did this just as a like canary in the coal mine thing. Like, ah, I hope it goes well. Uh, it seems like it might not. But what the hell? Right. Let's, let's give it a give it a go. You know, enjoy your bar. You know, like, dig, go ahead. Let's hit it up. See what happens, man. You know. Uh, which so it was pretty. It was it was kind of a mix of um, sort of like making fun of Wisconsin, but also sort of going like praising them in a sense. It was weird, so it was interesting. Uh, also hilarious. So. Yeah, it's always fun to poke fun at Wisconsin from Illinois. I don't know. I never as a as a young person. I think in our teens, I was shocked when I was uh, met someone from Wisconsin who called me an fib. So. Uh, uh, they they like to make fun of us uh, up there in Wisconsin. I don't know. It's I don't feel like it's reciprocal, but uh, for whatever what's reason, F, what's an FIB? Uh, an F in Illinois bastard. Oh, right. It's kind of okay. a thing up there, I guess. Okay. Man, no, so, that's fair because there's probably yeah. a lot of ugly tourists and stuff that hit up their places and stuff there. So I get it. Yeah, fine. I'm again. It's like with a guy that bad at me. It's like eh, okay, I get it. I'm cool with it. <laughs> fine <laughs> you know what i mean like i don't know i i, I will say this if i have to give it wisconsin a little bit of crap uh learn how to get to the right on the highway <laughs> stop hanging out in the left lane just oh, get the hell drives over me nuts yeah drives me nuts oh of course it's a wisconsin plate sure enough they're just well we're taking our time we've got got six beers in me what do you expect <laughs> i shouldn't say that yeah we can that's okay our opinion well hey yeah. clayton we've uh, talked about a lot of bad stuff here's something good that's happened so last year 2019 was a horrendous year for the cropland planting cornfields soybeans all that good stuff that is important here to the illinois valley because of the crazy amount of rain we got last year well this year is off to an incredible start it's it's uh, there was something in the news tribune paper about uh, it's almost the best year they've ever had they've gotten Everything in the ground, it's already planted and it's good to go. So that's a that's at least a bright spot right now. Is that uh, the weather has been optimal for our local corn and soybean and and everything else. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Well, some good news. We just got a bunch of rain, right? But they, if they already got it in, then that's not such a bad thing, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So uh, let's see what other local stuff was there. Uh, Rita Crundwell from Dixon is looking for compassion. Sent a sent a letter from jail asking to get out. I think basically because of the coronavirus, uh, could 
hurt her, who Rita Crundwell, uh, as a refresher, was from, she was the tr- comptroller and, di- and treasurer in Dixon, Illinois, from 83 to 2012. And she was fired uh, and tried and sent to jail for embezzling $53.7 million from the city of Dixon. So uh, How much did you say overall? $53.7 million. From the city of Dixon. That's oh, like throughout the her whole thing over Holy over the smokes. over twenty over twenty two years. Yeah, and she used that to uh, champ to create her championship American quarter horse breeding operation. Uh, yeah, so she got sentenced to nineteen and a half years in prison, and right now she's trying to get out uh, using the COVID nineteen thing as a as a reason. So uh, good luck to her in getting out, but I don't think she's going to, or don't really think she should. So that's like full on just. Uh, to be able to do that and justify it mentally somehow is insane. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, literally insane. Like, you have to be full-on crazy to, to think that. And, and then be like, well, I should get out of jail because of this. That just tells you even more that she's, yeah. she's, uh, well, obviously she's gonna try mentally to, ill. Well, I guess if you're in jail, you'll try anything to get out. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. Well, what um, governor of Illinois... Uh, did Blagojevich, Blagojevich. Did he, he's out, is he out already or did he? I think so, yeah. Because he got pardoned, right? Right, yeah, he's out, that's, I think. That's awesome, right? Yeah, good. <laughs> oh, sure, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> um, other local stuff, not a lot of other things local, I don't think. I don't know baseball. I know we talked about, I think we might have talked to no i don't think we did talk about that last time the little league canceled the world series and all that stuff so then most most local towns are canceling oh, yeah ottawa is canceled i know you you know peru is too peru's right? canceled yeah. and streeter just canceled so yeah everybody one by one is canceling it's just That's, like that. the logistics of trying to make it work it's just in it's not something that a volunteer organization can handle so yeah, everybody's canceling it up. If there's a way later in the summer to do some sort of a camp type thing, I'd love to do it. But as of right now, just no baseball. It sucks. I was really pumped about this season. It's my last season to probably coach my two two boys together. Uh, but then the one boy's going to move up. So my 12-year-old, he's going to miss out his... To me, the the twelve year old age is the cornerstone. That's the big year as a little league player because it's your last year on that field, and he's going to miss out. So it's a and anybody who's twelve, I mean, it's just completely blown. Sad. Yeah, it sucks. That really stinks, man. Uh, sorry. Yeah, and, and I think it's the right thing to do. I, I uh, yeah, I don't think we have a choice. It's just right. But uh, but it's not an easy decision either because you that the the uh, it's like a loss right that that experience you'll never be able to replicate that in any way because you just you have this prime age from this point to this point and once it's gone it's gone it's it's fleeting right so that's terrible um, maybe maybe overstate a little bit yeah the only other thing I think I had local and this this is not new news uh, there was an article in the News Tribune from Tom Collins. Uh, about uh, the karate master Rick Beach died at age 70. I think this happened right around the last time we recorded. And I just mentioned him um, because I mean he had been teaching martial arts in the area for like 40 years. At one time he had five dojos in the LaSalle County, uh, but then he settled on just the one in LaSalle. You know, the martial arts dojos kind of come and go. So it, it's, it's awesome that there was somebody that had one going for so long and, and taught so many people. And that's an episode I've wanted to do for a long time. Was a as kind of a a breakdown of all the different 
martial arts studios in the area and where you can go and who teaches what. But it's a tough thing to do because they, they do come and go so quickly. Uh, it's kind of hard to get a grasp on them. I know I, I did martial arts for a year in Ottawa and that place is, is now gone. So it's, um, I just thought it was worth mentioning that, uh, you know, that, that was a sad to see, uh, that, that he had passed away. So, mm-hmm. oh, well, yeah. L- local martial arts, uh, expert, right. Or, yeah, yeah. I uh I yeah, that was a fun time. I did that for a year. Uh did a lot of a lot of jujitsu stuff. Uh, so it was a lot of rolling around and got in really good shape. It was it was a good time. You did it yeah, for a full year too? Yeah, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. It was in Ottawa, right? You were it was that, in Ottawa, yeah. That place is closed. So yeah, you, you had talked I think on our our lost episode you said that it would be kinda of interesting to go through all the local options for different types of I martial would, arts. Yeah, I would love to. And uh, and I, I know it, it made more sense on our lost episode cause it, we, we had a good thing going when we were talking about this, but so this, I apologize to our listeners cause this is awkward, but I do have to throw out a big shout out to your brother, Aaron, for choking me out in my front yard <laughs> in my parents' front yard. Once upon a time, that was a kind of a big deal. It was after he got back from basic training <laughs> yeah. and you, you just wanted to see what he was made of. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work out for me. How long did it take? I don't remember, but I don't think it took too long. <laughs> yeah. So thanks, Aaron. At least, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and good I to know it. that the U.S. Army is is setting there. A soldier who just goes through basic training can come home and choke out one of his buddies quickly. <laughs> That's good to know. That means they're doing their jobs. That's right. <laughs> their hand-to-hand combat training seems to be working. Uh, that's hilarious. They, I think they do some. They do a fair bit of uh, that kind of training, for like uh, jujitsu type stuff. Where, and I don't know if it's a, what a combination of what, but they do. They do quite a bit of that. Just uh, neat. Oh. Cool. Yeah. Well, um, oh, I know what I want to tell. Uh, so maybe I shouldn't. I know that somebody who told me about this place told me not to tell people about this place, but I think Starve Rock's going to be opening up here pretty quickly so i'm not so worried anymore uh well at least that's the word uh, that there was rumblings that starve rock would be opening back up on june 1st so uh there's the um so i wanted to mention that i was looking for some options to get out and take the kids on a, on a hike and so we took them to the nature preserve in ottawa which is uh right by hanks there it's the dayton yeah, heard, bluff heard good things man it's a, it's a it's a awesome awesome place really really nice well well taken care of the only thing i would uh, warn everybody to do, and this is in general. I mean, because I've never, I've hiked every year forever, and I've never ever had this happen where we came home and we were covered in ticks. That's scary. Uh, it was bad. Yeah, and I, thankfully the dogs didn't get it. And when we got home, we didn't realize what had happened. So without even knowing, the dogs were all muddy, and so we we hosed them down. My kids hosed them down really really good, and I think thank I'm thankful that they did do that because I they. They did not really get the ticks, but we did because we didn't know we had them. And then we went on and we didn't shower. And it was later on in the evening when I took a shower and I see something on my leg. And then I see another thing on my leg. I'm like, what in the heck? And it's like, uh, sure enough, I had two ticks on me. And then uh, then we checked. I woke my wife was already in bed, actually. And I woke her up like, we got We got ticks on us. You got you to gotta check us because she's a nurse. And I, and I put it off on her to, to help me you know, try to sort through my kids and sure enough, they had them all over them and it was not a good night. Was it on their scalp? Like in their hair? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And your dogs, how did your dogs stay out of it? And how close did you inspect them? Because I've heard horror stories of that. 
Yeah, um, you know, maybe I mean I went through I I checked them multiple times, and then in addition to that hose down, I gave him a, a, a another bath with like the shampoo you're supposed to use for that stuff and oh, still didn't good. find anything awesome. so yeah awesome. somehow we okay. got lucky somehow with the dogs i mean they were in and out in the water so maybe that helped too yeah uh, so, and yeah. they get their treatment anyway so hopefully right they're... yep that too yep they got the treatment too so uh that that helps so i i just bring that up because as, as a warning to everybody to to be wear a hat and just be conscious that uh, they seem to be bad because i've like to hike and i've never had that happen before right it's scary. Uh, and once they get in, if they get embedded, then it's game over. And you, you don't even feel them, right? No, you don't. You don't feel it's, them at all. And it's, 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 a, it's a weird feeling. It's a, it's, it's, it's a weird and not a good feeling when you discover a living creature in your body. It's just, ugh. It's, ugh. It just gives me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, watch out for that. I don't got any other local stuff there, Clayton. We had a couple non-local things. I don't know. Not a lot of this is... Trubisky's not going to get his fifth-year option, so he better play well. Let's see. Uh, Sports talk. Everybody's probably anxious for sports. uh, As long as we have... um, I mean, as long as football does come back in the way that we think it will, we'll see what happens, right? Right. New GM for the Bulls, Eversley. That's, That's exciting. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to that. Uh, somebody new. Uh, oh, okay. This one, as I know, we had our Star Wars episode with Megan. So I'll throw this out there. I, and I, I get this guy's name mixed up. So Taika Watiti, who is, uh, he directed Thor Ragnarok. Uh, he is going to direct a Star Wars movie. Uh, which I'm very excited about, you know, because that's a good thing for Star Wars fans because uh, he's a good director. So mm-hmm. he's got a very fun, like, I, I I think, as a fan of all the Marvel movies, I, I think Thor Ragnarok is possibly one of the best of all. And I think it's because of the way he directed it and the humor he brought to the show. Uh, it's definitely a, that's a good thing for Star Wars fans. So I thought that was cool. I don't know. I had to look other... that, that name up too. I, that was one that was new to me. I'm not familiar with those that series or anything like that. So. Oh, okay, yeah. I'd recommend it, even if you're you know only a partial Marvel fan. Uh, that's right. a fun movie. Good space opera. It's not right. like most of the Marvel movies. It kind of feels like Flash Gordon in a way. In fact, the music especially. Oh, oh like the Queen song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit. Oh, a little cool. Bit. I have to check it out. Maybe I. No, I don't. I don't really have much, John. I don't add uh, nothing local. I, I uh, you know, just kind of laying low, Rand. So, well, how about uh, your things of the week? You got it. What what you up to? How pod music? What do you Netflix? Um, yeah, we, I have. I've been enjoying um, I, I, the the Portal podcast with Eric Weinstein. Uh, I think that he's kind of on top of the everything that's going on and sort of a, a real pragmatic view of things and sort of can make sense out of a lot of things that you kind of go jostling around in your brain and kind of things you think, think or feel. And he has a way of, um, organizing things and put structuring them and make a lot of sense. And then also, um, his criticisms are always like, if he's critical of like a, a something that's happening, he can be, uh, someone said this to me. So it's, I'm, I'm stealing their thoughts on it in, in a, in a sense, but I believe him to be true. He can, he can criticize with precision. Um, oh, nice. not, you know, not only is he just say, well, I don't agree with that. He can tell you exactly why, um, and, and, and justify his opinions and, and very good podcasts, especially if you're just 
trying to piece together what's happening in the country and, and just in general, uh, culturally, uh, and everything. So that's a, that's cool. a really good one. Um, I've enjoyed some of the, uh, Rogan podcasts. We talk about those all the time, but he had Michael Yo on, um, who, who contracted the coronavirus and he talked about what his experience was like. And then, uh, he also had on, uh, Dr. Laura, what's her name? Um, if you're curious, you know, just sort of learning about the, the Dr. Rhonda Patrick, not Laura, uh, and talking about vitamins and all this different stuff that you can do to help boost your immune stuff, uh, immune system. And you've always been a long time advocate for as long as I remember for vitamin C and zinc, uh, for helping boost you if, if, during cold and flu season. Oh, um, sure. I think they're, you know, I, as, as science advances, I think they're learning more and more that that's, uh, you're right, you know, uh, and, and there's good ways to do it in maybe ways that maybe aren't as effective in terms of taking certain supplements and stuff like that. But a big one that they're talking about uh, on the uh, Rhonda Patrick episode with Rogan was vitamin D. Um, hmm, okay. Seems to be uh, uh, helpful in, in boosting your immune system and potentially helping you fight off uh, viral viruses and specifically coronavirus. Although it's so early, they don't know, but it was a really interesting discussion. So I no reason to really get into it. Um, and I've been playing some video games too, man, just because there's no baseball. Normally I'd be watching Cubs. So I've been playing a little bit of the show and uh, we've been playing Wii Mario Kart, trying to get my six-year-old into that. She's fun. starting to get decent at it, um, which is fun. So that's about it, man. How about you? Uh, not. I haven't been listening to a lot of podcasts right now, uh, but uh, yeah, that's yeah, a few Rogan episodes here and there, but uh, haven't uh, I mentioned Back to the Future? Uh, went through those once those came to Netflix. Uh, Disney got the Disney Plus got the new Star Wars finally. I was uh, very very excited about that to to finally get to watch that again on the on the screen. I enjoyed that movie. Um, although I try to, I, there are a lot of aspects watching it the second time. You know, there are a lot of aspects to that movie where it's like, eh, I think I'm just going to turn off my brain and not think about that uh, little plot hole. But OK, sure. yeah, uh, but it's still a fun movie. I, I enjoy all the Star Wars movies, sure. but uh, nice. um, I know um, uh, I don't really watch it. Well, I've watched a few of them, but the Dead to Me, my wife loves that one. Netflix series. Netflix Good. series. Christina Applegate and the chick from Freaks and Geeks. I should learn yes. her name. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but that's a, I've watched a few of those with my wife. I think she's already cranked through the season, though. So that's nice. Uh, we watched right. Revenge of the Nerds last night. On what? On Cinemax. There's a Cinem free Cinemax preview going if you have cable. Oh, uh, I don't know if it's just direct that, TV or what. So I haven't seen that for a while. How does that movie Did hold up? Well, because I I watched it for the first time when I was a child, it holds up outstandingly. It's it's a spectacular movie. And sometimes uh, comedy, yeah. com well, comedies especially, I feel sometimes don't hold up. It moves quick. It's it's only like an hour runtime, like an hour and thirty five minutes. It's uh, it's completely wrong on so many levels. Uh, <laughs> raping and. Oh, the voyeur Sex, stuff. Just assault, like all just crazy shit. Putting cameras like, in, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. The and locker room and as stuff. if they oh, yeah. won't be. But it's it's absurd in a lot of ways. But it's 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 for me, it holds up so so well. Um, there's a there's a there's a line in it that I feel like I could share. It's pretty funny. But do do you know what mopery is? No. So it, it, it they're at the police station because someone threw a rock through their window. You remember that scene? Yeah. And they go, I don't know. The cop looks at him and goes, I don't know what this world's coming to. And there's a dude sitting behind him in a, in like an office chair or a, sitting, just sitting with handcuffs on wearing a, uh, 
uh, what kind of coat, like a raincoat type thing. And they go, Mo, he goes, yeah, he committed Mopri. And they're like, what's Mopri? It's like exposing yourself to a blind person. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which that's, I guess that's it. I looked it up because it's, it's a generic term for like, just did just, a mope, that's where the term mope comes from. It's just sort of like not really bad crimes, just sort of stupid stuff, it sounds like. You're a mope. like So, yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that movie holds up just fine. No, that's funny you mentioned that about it moving fast. Like, I noticed that when I looked at the Back to the Future movies that they're not that long, and yet they cover so much and tell such a good story. It's like, I don't know what's changed over the years, but it seems like movies have gotten longer and longer, but... God, it's nice. And a lot of times that prevents me from watching movies. I'll see, oh, it's like two hours and 20 minutes. Like, I don't want to watch such something that long. But yeah, a lot of those older movies are shorter and they could, they told the story just fine. I kind of wish they'd get back to that a little bit. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I, I think I saw what the movie Traffic it was an old movie, right? And I was like, it's two hours and like 40 minutes. It's like, get the hell out of here with that. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, ugh. Well, like the Lord of the Rings movies, when those yeah. came out, I think they were all like three hours long. Yeah, those, then they, I, yeah that's what I'm, that's how I'm different. I I, I, I get you know, 45 minutes into that. And I like look up and it's like, oh, we got two hours left. I'm like, well, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I, I, I'm not. I'm not vested in this story at all. I don't care. I just rather would drive. I just walk aimlessly than watch that. So um, I just have no imagination and I'm no fun at all, apparently. But <laughs> oh, that's all right. Yeah, they're not for everybody. No, exactly. I started. I didn't finish it yet because I started it kind of late last night. But uh, I started watching that Tom Segura um, stand up on Netflix. And I was just I was busting out laughing. He's funny. It's it was that that one's probably one of the better ones that's come out this year. I think I thought that his was hilarious. Um, he just goes after people like he he recently got in trouble for going after wrestling. Um, oh just really? Fun of, yeah, and he does it just because he. It's almost like he, he the more revved up the people get, the 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 more he's into it. Yeah. So yeah, he, he, uh, yeah, kind of. He likes to provoke people. Yeah, and they don't even realize like they're like, oh, it doesn't matter that it's fake; it's still awesome. And he's yeah. he just makes a few comments, and then it's just game over, and people just can't help. He, they take the bait and run with it. And he's yeah. just laughing his ass off the whole no, he's time. He's more or less a he's more or less a troll. Yeah, it's like yeah, like, just like just mm-hmm. a hilarious one. Right. You know, there is there. I, I'm not a big fan of the online trolls unless they're funny. Well, and he does it like, and he's not afraid. He just does it. It's not like he's going on Twitter and doing it. He's doing it like on on a podcast. Yeah, he's not doing it like uh, in a deceitful way or like he's not hiding behind his his uh, egg icon on Twitter. You know what I mean? He's doing what? it like you you know everybody knows exactly who he is, and he doesn't give a shit. It's fine. So it's it's pretty great. Well, didn't he? I think uh, he talked about that on the, st- the on the episode on that stand up where he talked about how the entire state of what, uh, what Louisiana Louisiana went after him because mm-hmm. uh, he said they need to build a wall around it or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't know. Right. It's funny. Right. And his whole thing is like, you, you get what I'm doing here, right, guys? It's not like he's not even <laughs> upfront about it. It's like, this is, I'm doing, this is what I do. So, you know, if you guys want to play along, I will continue, you know, needling you. Uh, <laughs> So it's great. So, uh, yeah, I've, uh, other than that, um, not playing once in a while, every once in a while, I, I will uh, jump on and play Brawlhalla. I still play that. That's about um, video game wise. I haven't been doing a whole lot, but I'll jump on and play Brawlhalla with my friend, with my friend, with my son, Kyle. Um, one of your we'll, buddies. Uh, one of my buddies. Yeah, yeah. Right. We, we, we go good on. Kid, and we, good kid. Good kid. Yeah. We compete online, actually. We go two, two against two. 
and we'll, we we're actually playing ranked games now, which is, nice. which is, and we're winning. We're winning more than we lose, so that's a good thing. Oh, yeah, moving I, up the moving up the leaderboard. I guess I don't know. Yeah. It, it, there are there are actually Brawlhalla has a pretty dedicated esport following on like YouTube. They got their own channel and stuff, and they have huge tournaments. And geez, the people you watch some of the videos of the people who win those tournaments, it's like, oh my goodness, how do they? do what they do but well, that's they, how don't, they, they never make a false move like every every button pressed is purposeful right yeah and they chain their moves together so that they have this big flowing continuous attack that you can't stop and i've played against some people like that before and you get you can get really angry quick when he's just like i can't even do anything because they're just destroying me Although that that's you know that's not a new thing. I remember back in the day when the mall, the gold mine existed, and I'd go and I'd watch people play Street Fighter uh, when that was an arcade game and or Mortal Kombat and some of those old fighting Virtua games. Virtual Fighter, Virtual Fighter, Pit Fighter. I remember that was so cool right. at the time. Um, but I'd just sit there and watch people who could do that stuff. It's fun times, fun mm-hmm. times. Ah, the gold mine. <laughs> the gold mine. That's such a cool exterior. Well, because it was a real gold mine at one point. The mall was actually built around it, if you remember right. He had to go down into the mine to get to the games. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You kids don't know. But that's, it was yeah. the mouth of a cave. I mean, it, it could have been cooler. To get down there. It was yeah. amazing. You had to climb down, and it was yeah. it was kind of dangerous, but yeah. it was worth they, it once you got to the video games. Right, and they put the movie theater right near. It was perfectly set up. Um, that, that Everything was set up just for, for that, and it was all just... So you could play hard driving or uh, the F-16 fighter pilot game. or Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember sure. those, too. Uh, do you remember? I do. <laughs> Back in the good old days. Right. These kids these days don't know. Yeah, what do you call that? What do you call it? The... The, the member berries? berries? Member, 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 member berries. berries? I remember. Do you remember? I remember. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's all it is, man. <laughs> it was so great. It's like we forget about all the crappy stuff that was going on then. Oh, Jeez. yeah. We don't remember about all that. Either way. I think that's times. about it, Slayton. Yep. We're good, man. I think this episode was better than the episode we scrapped. Well, hopefully it makes its way out. I hope so. Um, I hope I got my mic on right this time and all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, yeah, good episode. Yeah, let's uh, shout out everybody. Thanks again. Find us. You know, you know, it, we do. Su- bleh, we appreciate your support. We'd uh, we'd love if you could support us on Patreon. But even if you don't want to do that, I know everybody is locking down and and don't want to throw money around. I totally understand that. So at the very least, if you'd like to support our show and you don't want to do it on Patreon. Um, We'd appreciate like a share on Facebook or a like or a retweet or or just mention the show to other people. That's, you know, we've been doing this show a long time, and, but you know, most people still don't know about our show. So uh, anything you can do to help us spread the word, we'd appreciate it. Right. Yeah. Word of mouth is still probably the best way to get people, get new listeners. So we, we definitely appreciate that. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, that's about right. it. Thanks, hopefully John. This, we'll see, see hopefully everybody this is the last uh, lockdown episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We can get together and do it in about two weeks, right, John? I hope so. So it'll be right before June 1st, I think, is probably maybe that week. Yeah. Uh, Memorial Day. Yeah. All right. Cool, man. All righty. Yeah. Good chat. All right. Thanks, everybody. Adios.
Oh shit. That's that's a lot of damn bacon. Oh. Wow.